Greetings, everyone. A warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming out to you as always from Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Austin L. Church. Austin, g'day, mate. Where are you hanging out? I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. I cannot imagine a place more different to Castaways Beach than Knoxville, Tennessee. I haven't been there, but I imagine it's not too many beaches, right? <laughs> mountains and humidity. Oh, We've well, the mountains. I'm going to go with the mountains part. I love mountains. Folks, uh, we'll get off the geography and introduce you to Austin. He helps ambitious freelancers have a record year without working longer hours through training in his proprietary three P's platform. Works with them, weekly assignments, timely feedback, mentoring, and fun community. Sounds very interesting because freelancing can be an incredibly lonely experience for folks, and they can end up working six and a half days, seven days a week, missing their family, degrading their health, and there's really no need to do that, apparently. So uh, the title is The Six P's of Six-Figure Freelancing. Austin's going to tell you how, how to do all of that in less than seven minutes. Austin, our time starts now, sir. Question number one, who's your ideal client? My ideal client is a freelance creative who is making in the range of three to five thousand a month, would rather be doing ten thousand dollar months and is not clear on how to put all the pieces together. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Six and a half minutes left. Question two. Tell us more about the problem you solve for them. So the core problem freelancers face is unpredictable income. And there are many facets to how to have a scalable business model. I think of six P's as the levers that give you an unfair advantage or are a force multiplier. So that's what I teach, the six P's. Run us through the six P's real briefly. Boom, boom, boom. Of course. Positioning, packaging, pricing, pipeline, psychology, and process. There's a fair bit to that. But folks, don't don't panic. We're going to give you a resource that's going to spell out a bit more for you in more detail. Let's carry on, Austin. Six minutes left. What are the typical symptoms of a freelancer who's who you end up helping? So what's going on in their life or their business? I think, my God, this guy has been like a fly on the wall of my office. He knows what's going on. Sure. So unpredictable income I already mentioned. Yeah. Confusion around marketing, inconsistent marketing, being a generalist, not a specialist, mm. having a lot of different generic services that you offer and not juicy offers. And if you are hitting your target income, you're doing it by feeding more hours into the machine rather than putting really profitable offers out there. There's a lot of mistakes that, that people are making. And that, that's really question four, but thank you for being ahead of your time. And they're going to be having symptoms like, I don't know, I mentioned not seeing the family enough. What else is going on? Maybe would margins be an issue? You mentioned, I think, not pricing properly as well. That's right. Feeling like no matter how long you work or how hard you work, you're not getting ahead. Anxiety, right. if we want to get ah, into the emotional side of things. Yes, indeed. And also... You got into freelancing because you wanted the freedom, and yet you never spend your freedom. So right. what's up with that? We want work-life yes. blend, not longer hours. Yeah, I want less stress. I want to work less hours, and I want more money. It's like, yeah, I'll exactly. become a freelancer. How's that working out for exactly. you so far? That's right. Yeah, I've got – some of them have the money, but just sacrifice the, the time. So we're talking about smart people. We're talking about actually quite courageous people. Freelancers tend to be quite brave people to going out on their own like that. So they're going to try stuff. So question number four is 
Well, we might have covered that. You know, mistakes, we covered that. Anything else you want to add to the symptoms or the mistakes so people can go, oh, yeah, that's me? I think charging hourly is a mistake. It's a great way to break into freelancing, but it ultimately penalizes you for your skill, expertise, speed, efficiency. Hmm. And then I also think, I've kind of mentioned this being a generalist, but you can specialize and then continue to truly serve your clients by partnering with other specialists and trying to just, instead of trying to capture all of their budget. Yes, indeed. And isn't it funny how premium pricing tends to attract premium clients? Totally. Thank yeah. you. It's such a good point. <laughs> and, underscore, and, underscore. Yeah, and we chase the pricing rabbit down the rabbit hole. We get lower quality clients as we get lower quality prices. It's a broken system, for sure. Fascinating psychology around prices. So let's go to question number five. Three minutes left. One valuable free action that someone listening to this, a freelancer listening to this could take. It's not going to fill all the six Ps in, but it might take them a step in the right direction. Sure. So I asked myself the question, if I were to go back 12 years in time and had to start from scratch, but I still knew what I know now, I answered that question and created what I call the freelance business blueprint. Freelancing is like anything else. 20% of your efforts produce 80% of your results. And so the freelance business blueprint is all about focusing on the things that really matter and trying to ignore the rest, at least for now. So folks, if you go to www.austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, like the man and the city, L, L for Legate, my mom's maiden name. <laughs> L, L for Leo, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Larry, L for Larry. Churches and right. where we, too many of us don't go to on a Sunday.com, AustinLChurch.com. You're going to find the, that the resource there is to dive more into the six Ps. Thank you, sir. Let's go to question number seven. We've got one minute and 45 seconds left. This is the question where I ask you, what is the question that I should have asked you but didn't? There is a competitive advantage that not enough people avail themselves of, and it is simplicity. I wish someone had put an arm around me back in April 2009 when I got started and told me that if I had a simpler, smaller menu of services and I had fewer processes, I just sold less things to a highly defined group of people, then life would be simpler. Business would be simpler. I'd make more money. I'd have less stress, less, less anxiety. So I personally think simplicity is a competitive advantage. I couldn't agree more. I know when we hire freelancers here at Leadsology, we're looking for people who are specialists. And if we see someone who features eight different things that they can do, we know we don't have a specialist. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All it's right. just the, the way to live. Smaller the niche, the bigger the market, folks. Austin L. Church, thank you so much for your time. It was delightful. Thank you for having me. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.